Welcome to Crop Watch Podcast, a production of Nebraska Extension. Welcome to the Crop Watch Podcast. I'm Michael Sindelar, a cropping systems extension educator. Today we'll be talking about corn, specifically early season corn. I'll be joined today by Dr. Roger Elmore. Dr. Elmore, would you like to introduce yourself? Certainly, uh, Roger Elmore. I'm an extension cropping system agronomist based here um, at the University of Nebraska in Lincoln. Over the years, I've worked in irrigated corn and soybean production systems, uh, specializing in growth and development of both of those crops, but um, also in, in cover crop research. All right. So we'll kind of start before we even put anything into the ground. How much does hybrid selection really impact yield? That's, that is probably the biggest factor of all when you're uh, in terms of productivity. Uh, that hybrid selection, I, mean, I know there's a lot of dollars that, that go into that, but choosing the right hybrid is obviously the very first step you need to make in terms of production system and probably one of the most important. So do your homework on that. Look at all the data you can get. Look at the company data, the the descriptions of the hybrids and what they're good at and what they aren't good at and uh, always choose a handful of hybrids. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. and then make sure you look at some third-party data too. So mix the data sources together and, and um, choose that way. It's also probably wise if you're trying out a new hybrid for the first time to try it on a small area to see how it works for you, how it works in your production system. All right, that's, that's good information. Um, so now we have our hybrid picked out. What's the importance of seedbed preparation and what are we looking to do so that we can have success? It's easier probably, Michael, to talk about what doesn't work. And the answer to that is mudding corn in never works. Well, it works, but that's a sure bet on reducing yield and yield potential. You know, when that seed is in the bag, it's got 100% yield potential. As soon as you drop it in the ground, you start lowering that yield potential. And the easiest way to lower that yield potential quickly is to put it in a lousy seed bed. And I don't care whether you're conventional till or no-till, mudding in corn does not work. We kind of talked about what not to do Mm -hmm. for seed bed. What about planting rate or seeding rate? What, What are we looking for? What works? What doesn't work? Yeah, the the thing the thing I know about corn in, over the years, over the last fifty to sixty years, we've progressively been breeding corn for higher and higher seeding rates. So I think it really is good for for people to continually look at pushing the population window. I would do that with on-farm research. You know, we've got a really good on-farm research program at, here at UNL. Uh, it, it's not hard to do that. There's a lot of support for it. You can do it on your own if you want. But do some comparisons of seeding rates. Um, you know, if you're already planting 30, I'd really advise you to try some at 35,000 and, and do some 
side-by-side -side strips with replication to see how that works for you. How do your hybrids respond to that higher seeding rate? Your seed companies also will know uh, better what seeding rates uh, those hybrids will tolerate. But in general, if you're still planting the same seeding rate you did, say, five or ten years ago, you probably aren't keeping up with the ability of our new hybrids to respond to those higher populations. Uh, before I go on here, the, the calibration of that planter is pretty important. You know, I know those monitors may be telling you how many seeds you're dropping, uh, but double check them, make sure they're right. All right. And so how would somebody double check their planter calibration? Would they actually go out and see if dig up rows, see if they're dropping what their monitors are selling, telling them, or are there other easier methods? I'm not sure of an easy method, uh, other than waiting for emergence to occur, and then it's too late. I recall one situation where, where uh, the calibration wasn't done until the emergence, and, and it was very clear there were hundreds, thousands per acre of doubles and triples in quads. Uh, you know, seeds coming up, just like the old hill drop system, where all those seeds are packaged together, and, and it was a planter problem. And unfortunately, most of the corn was planted by the time that corn emerged. So I think you've got to do some digging out there, Michael. Right, that's good to know. So we've talked about putting the seed in the ground. What about emergence? What, what are we looking for at emergence to know if things are going good or if things are not going well? The best case scenario, I could talk worst case scenario here too, but let's talk best case in this case, is when every plant comes up exactly the same time. I'm talking within a matter of a half a day or a day of each other. That's the best case scenario. The worst case scenario is when they come up over a period of five days to a week, you know, neighboring plants. Uh, the time I see that, there's a lot of reasons for that. Mudding in corn will do that for you. You know, those slick sidewalls that we talk about when we mud corn in, uh, variable seeding rate will do that to you. A shallow, sometimes those shallow planted seeds come up later than the, the deep planted seeds. I, I've seen it. Uh, and uh, that, that will affect yield because those neighboring plants will see a late emerging plant. Those neighboring taller plants will see that later emerging plant as, as competition. It will see it as a weed, and they start responding almost immediately to that latecomer that's coming up. It'll be competitive rather than working synergistically or together to pr promote yields. What does soil temperature play into that, and how mm -hmm. can we monitor that to make sure that soil temperature is not what's nipping us? Variability in residue will affect that soil temperature. That soil type will vary, you know, make that will vary soil temperature too. So uniformity of soil temperature is one of those things that go along with uniformity of emergence, you're right. Uh, so you want uniformity in as many of those characteristics as you can get for that uniform emergence. When I'm talking uniformity in an emergence site, I'm thinking more plant side by side though than from 100 yards away. You know, that's not quite as critical as the plants that are immediately uh, bordering or neighboring the plants that we're talking about. So soil temperature, is, is it's a good point. Uh, uniformity in that are important. A, lo 
that that's one thing that drives this drip till folks and it does warm up a little faster under those under those strips um, a ridge till used to do that as well if you're still ridge tilling uh, those those ridges dry off warm up faster that would promote more uniform emergence in early season growth and that's the bottom line to i think good yields all right well you brought it up let's talk a little bit about early season growth mm -hmm. What are the important growth stage, and why are those stages important? Yeah, I, I think every growth stage or development stage is important. Uh, you know, the the, uh, the V1 to V3, and, and you know, you're relying on the seed at that point to for nutrition in that plant. Um, so that's where that seed is important in providing that early season development. From V3 to V5, sometimes if, if the soils are cold and wet, those plants, uh, V3 would be like when the color of the third leaf is visible. Uh, V3 to V5, then the fifth leaf color is visible. That plant, if it's cold and wet, can go into kind of an ugly, ugly duckling stage where the plants are, are turned yellow and pretty chlorotic and, and, and you think you've, the world is, you know, the sky has fallen. Uh, but that's that transition time between the seed and, and the root system and, and, and photosynthesis in terms of nutrition. Uh, that's also the time that ears per plant are being developed. Um, so it's a critical time in terms of producing, you know, every plant producing the right number of ears, which is usually one in our case. So you heard it here. Every growth stage is important. 